it takes fucking courage to open your heart. It really does. It takes courage to be able to face your fears with that kind of love. To open, to open to all the things that have terrified you and all the things you've been afraid to look at, all the things you've pushed away, and to just open your arms and be like, I let it all he- be here. I allow it all to be here, and I'm, and I'm here to see it all. Like, that's the new bravery to me, man. Like, for men, that's the new courage and bravery, not on the battlefield, but within, with your own emotions, to face all of yourself and to open and to not close off and not run away from and distract from, but to open yourself entirely and let it all in so that you can actually know who you are and you can release all the bullshit stories and all of the things that have kept you in a place of of just barely getting by and settling and and this version of yourself that's so fucking small compared to who you actually are underneath all of that shit. To let it all fall away and to let your house crumble is the new bravery and courage to me. And that is all products. Those are all products of an open heart, I feel like. Welcome to Masculine Mastery, a show dedicated to helping men open their hearts, rise into their greatness, and liberate their most alive, awaken, and authentic selves. My name is Christopher August, and I invite you to join me each week alongside some of today's most respected thought leaders, where we'll be diving deep into a wide range of topics to support the evolution of masculinity and the consciousness of this planet. Alrighty, we are back for another episode of Masculine Mastery, and today I am featuring my dear brother, very, very good friend of mine, Mr. Sean Graves. And Sean and I, in which we share in this podcast, we go we go back a few years, and somebody that I have deep respect and reverence for, and somebody that I, I call a friend a confidant, a brother, a just a good, good person, good man who has taught me a lot. And I think we've both taught each other a lot and have really stepped into the space of really owning who we are as men and really stepping into our own authenticity in the world. And one of the beautiful things is, is that a part of this life experience that you get to create and collaborate with like-minded people, if that's what you choose, but it's through these collaborations, it's through these connections that we not only learn the most, but that we can make the most impact. And Sean and I have some really, really incredible things planned on the horizon, some things that we're very excited for and really creating this movement around masculine mastery. And so we discussed that in the episode. We talk a lot about what it means to live with an open heart and how that impacts our everyday life, our relationships, as well as our leadership. And this is a really raw and candid uh, episode, something that uh, in conversation, something that I, I really, really enjoyed so, so much. And so, yeah, just excited to dive in. But before I do so, just wanted to say, if you like this conversation and you enjoy the energy exchange between Sean and I and and all of the future guests that I'm going to be having on the show, um, please, please rate and subscribe to the show. It really helps to get this out there and get these messages out to more people in the world. So Yeah, feel free to jump on, rate, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify. It's on all major platforms. And yeah, really looking forward to all of the beautiful things that are ahead. And without further ado, I'm going to jump right into it and bring on my brother, Sean. Talk to you guys later. Enjoy the episode. All righty. We are back for another episode of Masculine Mastery. And today... I am bringing on my dear brother, Mr. Sean Graves. 
And we're going to have a free flowing conversation with whatever wants to surface and come up. But uh, I feel that regardless of what comes up in this conversation is going to be beneficial transmission for those of you that are listening. Sean is, uh, again, a dear friend of mine, and we're going to be doing a lot of different work together within this realm of masculinity and bringing men together and and lots of incredible things planned on the horizon, which perhaps we'll get into and talk about a little bit more. But, uh, you know, Sean and I met a few years ago and and definitely there's, there's few people in my life that I you know, have a very deep resonance with and, uh, Sean being one of those people. So yeah, just wanted to bring him in and, and really kick this off with, uh, yeah, with just a really, really authentic heart opening conversation. So welcome my brother. Yeah, man. Stoked to be on here. And yeah, I was just thinking back to the, when we first met, just the synchronicity of that. And it's almost like I can imagine it perfectly in my memory. Like I mm. had this super profound experience with our mutual friend at the time, Joe. And so that caused me to go to Buffalo on my drive back from Arizona, going back to Boston to stop over there and see him. And then it just happened that you and Mike were doing a, a, a men's group that night or one of the nights that I was going to be there. And then we ran into you when you were taking August for a walk. And then later on, you you drove us to the event. And when we were in the car, I was like, this guy's a homie. This is like a brother. I feel like in the, in the last few years, I've been starting to really get a sense of what soul tribe feels like, especially with men, like that, that soul tribe kind of brotherhood. And, you know, I don't want to say it is kind of rare, right? It's like an energy that uh, it's a, it's a feeling it's hard to put in words, but it, it, It'll, I'm seeing it more and more. And I think as we become more aligned with who we are, we run into those people who we have that resonance with. And then the funny thing is, you and I kind of really hit it off. And, and I don't talk to Joe anymore. I don't even know where Joe is. And here we are <laughs> years <laughs> later. <laughs> so yeah, man, I'm stoked to be here. And I, and I think this is going to be a really potent conversation. And I'm excited to see what wants to come through. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I feel the same way. And, you know, there's something you mentioned in there where I really feel this, like for me and perhaps people that are listening to this, you know, there's, there's like the past life and then there's this sort of new, new life and this new version of, of oneself. And, you know, for me, a lot of my friends, um, back in my twenties were just, you know, also great brothers and great people, um, just really the commonalities and really what we gathered around was drinking and partying, right. And, and going out and dating women and all of these things and all beautiful in, in so many ways, but for that time period. And, and trust me, I had a, I had a fucking absolute blast in those days, but you know, when you are deepening yourself and you start to have these pretty, awe-inspiring um, sort of experiences that happen in your life that take you deeper into yourself and really wanting to know yourself on a, on a much deeper level, which I know obviously you can relate to and why we're good friends is that we're doing this, this deep inner work and really enjoying what it means to be alive within oneself and authentic in oneself. And, you know, a lot of the people that perhaps I had, you know, been friends with before, perhaps are doing that work now. I don't know, but also my craving for that and meeting other men in that space was a deep desire of mine, you know, and, and it's, and I know you can attest to this, but my clientele for many years as, as a coach and entrepreneur has been 80% women. And I know this is a conversation we've spoken to. And so it's, it's, was this limiting belief where it's hard to find other men that are doing you know, this work and walking this path and all of that. But, you know, I'm, I'm finding out day by day that that's kind of bullshit, that there are, there are men out there that are wanting to, to really deepen themselves and, you know, just our conversations and first meeting and all of that. And then of course, you know, coming to this men's circle was that sort of, oh, okay, there are men out there that are willing to really dive, dive into this. So yeah, I appreciate you for that. Yeah, man, it's like it's kind of like the stages of learning, right? It's like unconscious incompetence. You don't know what you don't know. Mm. And when I was living that former life, kind of like what you were talking about, 
having a great time with my homies and like just vibing on a certain level and, and, um, going to like a certain level of depth. You know, my, a lot of my friends would only go to a deep place when they were really, you know, when they had been drinking a lot. And, uh, there was something about my energy that would always bring that out of them. And I enjoyed it. I was always the heart to heart guy, you know, even when I was in high school, when, when we just started drinking for the first time and partying, uh, I would always end up in those conversations with people because I fucking enjoyed it. You know, I was like, oh, I'm feeling something here. It's not just like sports. It's not just like the the normal shit we talk about and like the jokes and the things like that. Like I'm actually feeling something here. And, and, I, and there's something to that that I really like. And then when I like really started off on, the, on this journey and I moved out of Boston and I really began that next phase and I started to uh, find these connections and come into these spaces like men's healing spaces and, you know, plant medicine spaces, things like that. Um, it was, it was a feeling, it was an energy. And I'm like, I didn't know this existed. I didn't know these types of relationships and this type of energy was there. I didn't know what soul tribe felt like where it's, you can connect with someone in a weekend in a deeper way than you have with a friend. Maybe you've had for 10 years and it's like, holy shit. And I got like hooked on that. And, and the more that I started to like uh, do the inner work and started to come into alignment with my highest self, my truer nature, um, the people started coming into my life that were like on that resonance level. And I was like, wow, this feels amazing. You literally feel like a family member. You feel like someone I've known forever. And we just met pretty recently. And you know, people let you stay at their house while they're not there. Like, it's just the trust, the the knowingness. It's a really profound thing. And, I, and honestly, man, like I, you know, I talk to my friends back home sometimes now, and I don't think a lot of men know that exists for them. And, and maybe they're just starting to figure that out and experience that for themselves now. But like all the spaces that, that you do, that you hold, that I hold, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing people get that connection for the first time and get a glimpse of it and it's that once you get a taste it's like you can't go back you just got to keep going Mm. yeah i feel that i feel that very much and and you know i think there's more men out there that are really desiring this deeper connection and you know it's it's funny because i remember when i first attended my first men's circle however long ago that was there was a hesitancy before that. I'm like, I don't, I don't need this. Uh-huh. I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't feel like this is in alignment. I don't feel like I really need this men coming together. What does this even mean? You know? And yeah. so there was a, there was a resistance to that space and I had to really surrender into that resistance and be like, okay, so why am I blocking myself here? And I think really what really surfaced for me was this, this desire to express myself authentically and also vulnerably, but also not sure what that looked like in a space of other men and to be um, raw and open about where I'm holding myself back or raw and open about my limitations and my fears and, and doubts and all the things that, you know, we all carry internally. There was a, there was definitely a hesitancy because I feel, and I traced it back to not feeling safe around other men because growing up playing sports, all of that, everything was about competition. Men were, have been programmed and conditioned to fight against each other and to, and you know, there's, there is a level of healthy competition. I still love sports. I love playing sports and all of that, but you know, there is this sort of program running. It's like, oh, well. I can't, I can't possibly express myself because then I'm deemed as weak or I'm deemed as whatever, insert whatever you want there. And so there was definitely that resistance. But then once I went and I brought myself into that space, I'm like, wow, this is what I've been needing all along. And interesting enough is that this is what men have been doing all along for, for millennia. It's just that over this past hundred, few hundred years in the industrial age, and we've, we've been disconnected from our true nature and nature itself. And so, you know, it's just coming back home really is how the way I see it. Yeah, man. You know, I'm just, I'm thinking of my Boston friends and just the way that we grew up and the way that they, we, we talked to each other. And it was like, if I introduced a space like this where it's like, Hey, uh, we're going to get together a bunch of guys and 
we're going to drop in and like talk about real shit and talk about our struggles, talk about um, things that we're facing, challenges, uh, you know, maybe some some shadowy stuff, some things that we don't want anyone to know that we feel shame and guilt around. And I could just, you know, my friends being like, that sounds gay. <laughs> A bunch of dudes getting together talking about their feelings. That's gay. And that's just what it was. But once you have the experience and you finally are in a, a space where uh, people can receive that and people can hold that and you feel open to actually share those things. Like, again, you get a taste of that medicine and you just like, you can't go back. You know, I, I will, I can remember so potently every men's space that I've been in in the last few years because they've been so fucking powerful and it's like just opens up my realm of possibility so much and one thing that i learned when i went in with you guys in buffalo at the men's space that you were holding when i first met you uh one thing i was tuned into i was like holy shit uh guys are actually super intuitive in in a way that like almost as much as females like when when we're really like there for each other and we're and we're really holding space and we're really present it's like you know where to be you know how to like talk to the person you you know how to like embrace them and yeah to have a to have men coming together and doing that to your point mm. you know we've always had We've always we've always loved camaraderie, you know, which is why we love sports. We've always, throughout the last, you know, for thousands of years, we've gone to battle. We've we've had our brothers in combat, which like bonded us more than anything. And now that we don't have that, I feel like the closest thing is spaces like this where it's just real, it's raw, it's authentic. I was telling you about that documentary called The Work. And in that documentary, they are doing a men's program in a state penitentiary, like the the highest maximum security penitentiary in California. And there's like these lifetime gang members, murderers, people on death row, people who have done horrible things in their former, former life. They transformed everything because they've, one of the guys was saying, he's like, I used to ride my motorcycle like 150 miles an hour. I used to rob banks. I used to get in shootouts. And he's like, nothing, none of that compares to what we do here. This, this is adrenaline to me. This is like the rush. This is the fulfillment that I was always looking for. And none of that stuff even comes close to this. Like I finally found it. And that, for, for whatever reason, that stood out to me so much. When I heard this guy covered in tattoos, had a crazy life, he's like, this is what's most real to me. And this is why I do this. Mm. Yeah. You know, and there's something, there's something to be said that there from somebody that has experienced a life that obviously, you know, most of us haven't experienced. And so to live on those levels and those extremes, and then to come back and really all it is, is dropping from, from the head down to the heart. And, you know, I asked Darren Silver this the other day when I had an interview with him and Darren's an incredible man. He's uh leads quest vision quest and nature and just does some really really powerful and potent work has worked a lot with tom brown and who i know you you've spoken to and oh he has that's awesome yeah and he he does a lot of work with him and just this really really um incredible man filled with much wisdom but i was asking the other day so like what does men's work mean to you what is this idea of men coming together mean to you and what is what is the purpose of this and, you know, he started to riff on the reclamation of power and using and speaking to power in a very specific way that I really, really loved his entire conversation about this. There was something that really stuck out to me, but really at the end of the day, this is what this is about. It's coming back to this true, authentic inner power that is within all of us. And that's perhaps the adrenaline rush you were speaking to from that guy who was in maximum security prison, what he's experiencing. And it's really just coming back to connection because really the biggest wound that I feel the masculine has completely um, experienced. And I know 
just speaking personally, is disconnection, is being isolated, is walking the journey of the lone wolf, is not being able to share myself when I want to share myself, whatever's on my heart. Um, you know, all of the things that we all crave as humans in general is belonging and connection, but more so men, I feel like have been so isolated because we've been programmed to not connect. We've been programmed to not feel we've been programmed to all of these things. So I really feel like this, this provides a, a really supportive space for connection. And it's not just sharing our feelings and, and being vulnerable, but there is this sort of the warrior essence does come out through this because really everything is done on the inner planes. You know, it's that strengthening that we do through this deep inner work that then manifests as this powerful presence that we can hold not only for ourselves, but for others as we go through this work. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, man. Honestly, I think one of the most destructive things <clears throat> for men in general, and I know it was for me, was this the, the lone wolf energy okay. or mentality. Yeah. It is so destructive, man. Like uh, to keep those emotions locked up inside of you and you can't share them, you can't express them, you're afraid to feel them. And, you know, with a lot of the work that I do with people, like what I find is when it comes to like, let's say emotional intelligence or emotional mastery, um, a lot of a lot of guys I know, they're not, they don't know what that is. And when I start to explain it to them, they're like, I don't get how that works. Like, so I can just, I just feel the frustration. I feel the anger and I just let it be there. Like, like, no, I got to like get away from that. That's not a good thing. Like I'm not supposed to feel that. And just let that sit inside of you, you know, and you can't, you're not telling your partner, you're not telling any of your friends because then you don't think they'll understand you. God, it just eats away at you. It eats away at your spirit and your body. And, you know, I, I, I remember when I, I guess just a quick uh, synopsis for people listening. I quit my corporate job, similar to Chris, that we our stories are very intertwined. I quit my corporate job. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm going to California. I'm liberating myself. I was I didn't come into this body and have this life to to be just showing up in this shitty office every day doing this work. I don't give a shit about, and I can't do it. I need to jump. I you know I can't wait to have a plan. I just need to go." And I did that. I had a little money saved up. Everything, it was great at first. And then everything kind of broke down. I, I ran out of money and I was living out of my car. And it came suddenly. And it was one of my deepest fears I always had. And dude, I remember uh, being in my car, like parking in different places in Southern California, like for over a year and a half. And so many times, like punching the steering wheel, crying screaming at myself uh, at nighttime when I could barely get sleep and I was just reclining the seat back trying to like get some kind of rest and just like so angry and so hurt and so filled with shame. I'm like, look at my life. You know, I, I tried to liberate myself. I tried to believe in, in God and myself that I could do this and look at me now. I'm a fucking failure. And I had that a lot, dude. And I couldn't share that. with. I felt like I couldn't share that with anyone. And it was such a weight. It was such a weight. And plus the weight that I've been carrying my whole life from family stuff, from my own personal shadows that I didn't realize were there that were eating me alive. All these things were now on my shoulders. And man, for the first time, like when I was able to share that with a group of men that uh, had been doing this type of work and, and are able to hold that type of space, it literally felt like I shed like 200 pounds that I had been carrying and, and, and I cried and like, it felt so good to release that emotion in front of other men without thinking, like worrying about that. They're going to think I'm weak. They're going to think I'm, you know, a loser that, you know, they're going to think this guy's too sensitive, whatever the fucking judgments are, um, to release all of that and to just let myself feel and be who I am and be authentic and to know that those guys could hold that it was an energy that they created in that space and I'll never forget it. It was one of the most liberating feelings I've ever had. And each time I go into these types of spaces, I feel that and I see other men feeling that. And that's why it motivates me and inspires me and, and it lights me up 
and it and I know at the core of my being, like we need to do this right now. Like all of us need to get together, create these spaces, and and do this right now for the for the good of our planet, for the good of of humanity. Like th- th- we have to help each other release these shadows. It's pivotal at this point in the game. Mm. Yeah, thanks for sharing that story. And you know. I, I feel that there's more men that obviously we know of that. And I, I mean, I've personally have spoken to so many through just do holding spaces and doing this work of how much we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders and, and how much that really results in all of the destruction of, of violence, of anger, of rage. And there's not a problem with anger or rage. I think it's like healthy to feel that, but it's the way in which we're channeling that. And with no outlet to fully step into that space and fully allow it to move through us and release, then it just, again, like you said, it's pent up energy. And, you know, it's interesting when I see, when I facilitate like breathwork sessions and, and take people through these deep immersive experiences in that space, how much the body is just like, fuck no. Like I, I just like have to let this go. I mean, shaking, screaming, crying, whatever it is, but it's like years and years and years of just pent up tension. And, you know, I think the biggest thing to speak to around this as well is that because we haven't been able to fully express, because we haven't been able to fully let this go, we often feel very much unsafe in ourselves and unsafe in the world. And I, I, this is a common thread that just keeps being brought up for most people. And this is why most of people's nervous systems are jacked up because it's operating in fight or flight. And, and the, res, or the, the cause of this is feeling unsafe. And so the point and something that perhaps we can transition into is what is the point of these spaces outside of what we've already spoke to? It's to create that space where you do feel safe to share. And it's from that point where you do finally release all of this, that life becomes a little bit different, a little bit clearer. And um, everything changes from that space, relationships, business, everything. Yeah, it's the core. You know, so many of us are walking around from an operating system of I'm not okay in our, in our nervous system. And, it, and, and it's very unconscious. You know, I think a lot of people and, and men specifically here um, walk around with this having no idea, but there's like little subtle cues. There's that little sense of like something's not right or I'm not where I want to be or this isn't what I wanted for my life or... I know there's something so much more than this and something just doesn't feel right for me. And, you know, it can be a scary thing to answer the phone when your soul is calling and to have to look at the life that you've put together that you thought was going to make you happy, fulfilled, thought was your path. And then to be like, none of it, none of it is what I actually want. None of it actually makes me feel alive. None of it is uh, in harmony with the deepest part of me. And even the thought of having to face yourself and your creations in that way can be super fucking terrifying. And, you know, like we've just been lulled into such a comfort, a place of comfort and convenience with our, with our culture and settling. And, 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 you know, I don't want to be alone, so I'll be in a relationship I don't want to have to have too much space to look at myself. So I'll fill up my days with as much activities as I can, or I'll watch TV or I'll, you know, do all these things to take me away from myself. There's no denying it, man. It's a fucking huge process to stop what you're doing, to really look at who you are and the life that you're living and, and love yourself enough to be like, I can't do that anymore. And I'm going to, I'm going to commit and devote to the calling of my soul and i'm going to and i'm going to go on that hero's journey because if i don't i'm going to be silently suffering and i'm going to live a life that is i know i'm going to have a lot of regret with and i think there's a lot of men in that place right now they're like this isn't it this is not it but i don't know what's outside of it 
and maybe I just have to deal with it. Maybe I just have to accept it and this is going to be what it is. I'll just be kind of frustrated a lot, angry, and I'll just get used to that and then fuck it. That's just going to be, I just have to get over it, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's so common. It's so, it's so common. You know, in fact, it's interesting because the other day I've been, I've been interfacing with a high, a lot of high level men, CEOs and, and people that, um, you know, have some pretty impactful positions in the world and leadership and all of that. And these are the men that are, that are just really needing this the most. Uh, and, and really what we're speaking to is just soul revival <laughs> at the end of the day. And this, the CEO that I did meet, who was coming to one of my, my men's groups next week. And it was interesting. I was approached by somebody, um, here that had mentioned, Hey, you know, this, the, I, I know this man, uh, could use a lot of help. He's visibly stressed. He's lost a ton of weight. His, he's dealing with a lot of different things within his companies that he owns. And just, you know, when you're in a position like that, there's a lot of responsibility from many different people. Um, and, and most of these, these guys are caring so, so much. And he had asked me, the person that introduced me said, Hey, do you think it's okay for him to come to the server? I'm like, yeah, of course it's more than okay. This is where he should be. Well, do you think that maybe he should be with other CEOs that people that he, I'm like, no, he needs to be in everyday life. He needs to interface with humans that aren't operating at that high level, that peak performance level, because Although that's okay, if you can approach that world in a healthy and balanced way, that's going to create ripples of impact. But most of these people are suffering so fucking deeply on the inside. I'm like, yeah, bring him into the circle and bring him, introduce him into this space because this is the medicine that he truly, truly needs, whether he knows it or not right now. And I gladly accept him into any of these spaces. So, you know, it's... um it's, it's powerful, man. It's really powerful when we, when we start to do this work and I know it's just becoming more and more prominent. And, and I know we have our own plans of continuing to fuel this in our own heart centered way. It's so funny, man. I, just an example of kind of what you're talking about. Uh, the, the men's group that I'm in here, one of the guys, um, He's a, he's a great guy, but like, you know, you go into a space and you kind of get a feel of like people you're maybe vibing with a little bit more or you resonate with more, you like you see more of yourself in. And there's this one guy that I was kind of like, I, yeah, there was judgment. There was this like, I don't know if I really have a connection with him. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm, there's going to be much to receive from him. Th these are just like the thoughts that I'm having. Right. And the other night and, and when we got together his his share just hit me so fuck like we're different in a lot of ways so maybe i don't i'm not as present or i don't tune in as much like ooh i know this guy's going to have something for me you know but i i'm listening to him and just everything he was saying was just so deep deeply related to my own experience and it hit me deeper than like i've been hit in a long time and 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 then it sparked my my share that came out that was like super powerful in healing and um what i needed to be able to see things that i couldn't see he helped me get there and like we just we were just like <laughs> looking at each other the whole time like holy shit we're like the same person actually so this guy that i had kind of resistance to at first and i thought was different than me and i thought was just a different whole different energy and vibe we end up being like the most connected actually. And so like to your point of the C the high powered CEO, it's like he could learn more than he's ever learned and, and receive more than he's ever received from a just regular Joe that works at a sandwich shop that's in one of these spaces compared to like some other CEO that he can maybe relate to through work stuff. But like at a soul level, it doesn't matter. We're all reflections of each other. And I just find that a lot of, yeah, a lot of the times the person you don't expect it to receive that from is the one you get it from. And I think that's really fucking cool. Mm. 
That's a great point. I really appreciate you sharing that. Cause I definitely, you know, we all cast our own judgments and like, I'm certainly not fucking perfect. And, you know, you walk into a space and this is one thing that I really liked in a lot of the men's spaces that I've been involved in and, and facilitated, but also been a participant in is that, you know, calling out those charges that you have with somebody else without even knowing why that charge is there. Yep. And that really creates a lot of transparency and allows you to be in full honesty. And I think that for me has been one of the most difficult things is like, you know, we carry a lot of people pleasing energy of how we're supposed to like, Oh, like, you know, I'm not going to really speak my truth. I'll just kind of like, hmm, just kind of mosey on by, but it's like, no, this really calls you out to speak whatever's on your mind. But it's then through that space of calling that charge out that you find that deeper level of healing and, and knowing that at the end of the day, you know, like you said, we are all reflections of each other. And there is that deep medicine that can be gained from anybody if we are open and receptive to that. And I think that's the biggest point is being open to receiving that because, you know, I think, <clears throat> for me and and I think for most most men listening to this and perhaps yourself is that you know the the greatest journey for all of us is just opening a closed heart and continuing to open our hearts to whatever needs to be you know and and that's the toughest thing of all cuz we've all experienced pain and and all deep you know wounds and and all of these things heartaches and it's easy to keep the heart closed, but when we can open it, that's when the, really the true magic occurs to really what can transpire from a healing perspective. Yeah. Actually, can we talk about that for a second? Because I've had a couple of guys ask me, like they hear the term open heart and mm. their mind just has this story of like, uh, okay, yeah, open heart. Like, what the fuck is that? That sounds gushy. It sounds like, how is that going to help me? What's that going to do for me? Like, cool, I open my heart. I talk about my feelings. Great. But I think there's a there's an absence of like understanding the the significance of that, the the power of that. Uh, and I've just been noticing that coming up in in conversations. So I, I guess I was I wanted to ask you like tangibly or uh, in terms of how that can impact a man's life from opening his heart. You know, what, what would you say to someone that was in that space of, they don't, they don't really get what that means. They hear the term all the time, but they don't really get how that's going to help them. Mm, that's a, that's a great question. And also something to reflect on and contemplate. And, you know, it's interesting. Yes. Like, cause I'm literally staring right to the right of my computer. I have like this little, um, some, a few crystals and stuff. And I also have a candle of Jesus. And Jesus in this candle, which I'll show you right now, is him with this beaming heart. Yeah. And, you know, I don't particularly subscribe to any one religion or anything like that, but just speaking to Jesus as a master and and as a person, as a human that has walked this earth as a spiritual warrior, what does an open heart mean? And I think an open heart is, is really what I feel into is being in deep, deep presence with, with all of life and living from a state of unconditionality. And so many of us live from so many conditions, including myself. I mean, I'm certainly not going to uh, say that I'm perfect and continuously live with an open heart every single day. It's a journey, but I know when my heart is open, I'm in the most one magnetic state to receive all of the, the, the visions, the desires that I truly have from my soul perspective. I'm in a state in which I'm in full acceptance of others and their path. And naturally, because of that acceptance and that presence, it people are gravitated towards you. And it's not from an ego perspective, but from a perspective of holding deep, powerful space. And yeah, there's so much to be said about living with an open heart and what that actually means. But I do feel that there's resistance to understanding that from a, from a masculine perspective. But I think that's the greatest thing we can all do is to open our hearts even deeper. And so perhaps we can continue this conversation a little bit more because I'd like to hear your perspective and we can kind of bounce off that. Yeah. There's so much, I feel like I can, I can say to that, but I think, uh, a 
open heart for me helps me to release judgments, kind of like what you're talking about, the the unconditionality. It helps me to look and see people for who they are instead of like assigning a story to them or or a judgment or taking a past experience I've had and and projecting it onto them. Okay, you're this way. No, I can see the innocence of people. Despite whatever shadow they might be displaying or, or uh, emotion they might be expressing, that maybe isn't pleasant, like I can still connect to their innocence and I can see the hurt, the hurt child that's in there when my heart's open and, and it allows me to have compassion. And uh, this guy that I love, Greg Braden, talks about, you know, he's visited all these abbots in Tibet that are like 130 years old that have, that have been just so deep in their spiritual practice. And they tell him that compassion is the language of the universe. Compassion is like the force that holds it all together. And so when my heart's open, I, I have a lot of access to compassion and not only for the outside, but for myself. And that's like the biggest piece for me, right? Like when my heart's open to me, I, I can see my own innocence and I can see where my mind is coming in and telling these crazy stories and creating suffering. And I just hold and I hold that and I allow it and I love it while it's happening. While, while I'm experiencing turmoil or turbulence in my nervous system, when my heart's open, I'm just like, I love you, man. It's okay. It's going to pass. It's all good, right? Because like for me, my one of my deepest shadows has been insecurity, always doubting myself, hating myself a lot. I used to look in the mirror and just be like, oh, I fucking hate this body. I don't like my face, blah, blah, blah. And And I did that for so long. It became normal. And so I had this terrible relationship with myself and my body. And the more that I've healed and I've put my place or, or put myself in a place of having an open heart when these old aspects of me from my teenage years that are still living in the house that is my consciousness inside of me when something triggers when an event triggers them to come in and I start having thoughts from that feeling place in my nervous system that story that I used to always attach to and I could never see outside of when my heart's open I can see that for what it is and I can love it and I can and I can love that 16 year old part of me that used to that used to be his reality that used to be his experience and and he was trapped in that and it was a horrible place to be for a 16 year old young man and so now as a 34 year old when that comes through from whatever trigger and that's in my nervous system and my heart's open I can be like I love you so much man and I give that part of me from that time period, the love that he needed in that moment when he felt so alone, so filled with shame, had nowhere to turn, didn't know how to talk about it, was just living in this world inside of himself that was so painful. And he's coming up now to be like, hey, I'm still in here. And now I'm giving him the love that he needed back then. And that comes through an open heart. And I have access to that the more that I have the courage to open my heart and to feel and to be that loving space. And and you know just as much as I do, man. <clears throat> it takes fucking courage to open your heart. It really does. It takes courage to be able to face your fears with that kind of love. To open to open to all the things that have terrified you and all the things you've been afraid to look at, all the things you've pushed away and to just open your arms and be like I let it all he be here. I allow it all to be here and I'm and I'm here to see it all. Like that's the new bravery to me, man. Like for men, that's the new courage and bravery not on the battlefield, but with with your own emotions to face all of yourself and to open and to not close off and not run away from and distract from, but to open yourself entirely and let it all in so that you can actually know who you are and you can release all the bullshit stories and all of the things that have kept you in a place of of just barely getting by and settling and and this version of yourself that's so fucking small compared to who you actually are underneath all of that shit to let it all fall away and to let your house crumble is the new bravery and courage to me and that is all products those are all products of an open heart i feel like Mm. Well said. I can't really uh, d 
dispute any of that. I feel that's so, so, so true and uh, relevant to my own journey as well. And I feel, and again, you know, people speak to the spiritual warrior and all of that, or, you know, however you want a sacred warrior, peaceful warrior, all of that. And that's really all about the, that deep heart work and going within and, and, and really, battling the inner demons and the doubts and the fears. And that's something that, uh, I think we all, we all go through as human. It's natural to have that inner critic. Some are turned up a little bit louder. Some are turned down a little bit lower, but we all deal with this inner critic. And then also the self-sabotaging efforts and all of the things that we deal with a day to day as being just human and learning how to, how to live with this open heart. And I think the result of this, so to tie it all together and speak to, okay, what's the result of this? Well, we spoke to a few key things. We talked about power. We talked about presence. We talked about acceptance. We talked about love, but really what, what is the result of this is that once you have really fully gone through this deep initiation process, cause that's what it is, is that you can be a, a, a much stronger leader and, and really it, it comes down to just being and leading yourself and understanding how to lead yourself before you can lead others. Leaders of one and leaders of many come after that. First, it's one with self and then being able to go out into the world and lead with that open heart. And what, what transpires from that? I mean, you know, you speak to old models of leadership and really I don't even say leadership because it's more author, um, you know, this authoritative approach to leadership and trying to control others. That's not leadership. Leadership is being inclusive, but being a a decision maker being and holding this level of presence for other people to feel inspired and motivated by, you know, and this is the result of all of this work. And that's the type of leadership that we need in this world right now. And more people stepping into that space because, you know, from that space, you, you are able to fully bring people together around a common vision and people to fully rally with you in that, in that space. Yeah, it creates so much possibility. I just watched this movie on Netflix called uh, <clears throat> 14 Peaks. Did you ever hear of that? No, I haven't I haven't seen that one. And this guy basically uh had this dream, this vision to climb the 14 highest mountains in like the Himalayas and like that whole area. And it had never been done before in that way. And like everyone he talked to about it said that's impossible. So he he named it Project Possible. And just watching this guy's leadership and watching him inspire the vision within other people, so much so that these his team of people literally risked their lives with each mountain that they climbed, each perilous mountain, because they believed in him and his vision and his leadership. Like that that level of um yeah, being able to lead himself and then therefore leading others, like to have men be able to follow you to potential death, like that is so powerful. And and he created that possibility for these guys where they were willing to follow him anywhere. And then, of course, they summit these 14 peaks. And then for those individual guys, it's like I just did something that everyone said was impossible. And like what does that open up for my life now? And how am I going to be able to lead others from that place now? Because I've overcome the limiting thought of something being impossible. Like what else did I think was impossible that now I have to challenge and question? And I think that's where humanity's going. You know, it's like that dude that broke the four minute mile and then everyone else did it. We're, we're creating possibilities for each other. So like the more men are coming together and we're, sharing ourselves and we're talking about the things that have been limiting us and we're talking about the things that are challenging and and that we're afraid of to have other brothers around you be a mirror and be like you don't need to be you don't need to be afraid we got you you can do this we see you for who you are it can lift you out of that small shell maybe you've been carrying yourself into and expand you into the man that you know that you are we all we're we're all that we we are all so powerful and have so much crazy ass potential that is unrealized. And when we get together, we help bring that out of one another and make things, make the impossible possible again. And not in some corny motivational way, but in a fucking very real way. 
Yeah. In an embodied way. Yeah. It's something that you, you feel on a deep visceral level. And that's the, that's the only work that I'm interested in. And I know you as well. And that's kind of why we've come together into this space. And, you know, I think per, perhaps that's a perfect segue into some things that really have been alive on our hearts and something that really has taken a, the journey to get here. Multiple, multiple years of deep work of facing these shadows and continuing to do so uh, has brought us to this sort of intersection. And I think what we share together, Sean and I, as a common vision is is stepping into this space in a much deeper level. And really where our passion is and our souls are aligned is to create more spaces that are unique for men that resonate with our energy to step into and to take and answer that call of their soul to fully go into the depths, you know, and, and there's beautiful organizations out there. There's incredible people, incredible men that are doing some really awesome shit in the world. And, uh, I'm in full support of all organizations that are willing to step into the space of supporting other men and coming together. And it's not just, you know, us holding space. It is that, um, because we've, we've gone through this, this sort of journey, but it's also learning. It's also being the student and the teacher and really coming together. And I think what our souls crave the most is bringing groups of men together and, and sitting around that sacred fire and, and really doing this work. And so Sean and I have some pretty amazing plans, um, mapped out for some things. First of all, being a retreat at the end of October, October 30th, to November 6th in Hawaii in the big Island. And, uh, it's going to be epic off grid retreat center, full of nature, reconnecting with nature, uh, reconnecting with ourselves, with our hearts and, and other men and, and coming into this beautiful, beautiful space. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fucking powerful. I'm, I'm, I'm so ready for it. And we're calling in 12 men for this journey. So, yeah, I mean, spaces like that have honestly saved my life. Like they've shown me so much of who I am. And I am so, like, to be able to create a space like this and then to be able to share that with some amazing guys to have this experience that's literally changing the trajectory of your life. It's changing the path, the timeline that you were on and putting you on a completely different one. And the impact that that had on me and where that's led me to be in this place to create this with you and to be able to hold something like this in Hawaii. Like that was a dream that I didn't even, that I didn't think was possible when I was, you know, maybe in the corporate world or, or in a place of inner smallness where, you know, the imposter syndrome's running rampant. Like who am I to do any of this? But again, man, going back to your, the open heart piece and going back to, the inner work and in aligning with your true nature, then you know what the fuck you're supposed to do. You know exactly what you're supposed to do. It's, it becomes very clear. And this is it. This space, these retreats, this work is it. And I know it in, with every part of my being and it resonates through every fiber, every cell and I feel like I feel this sense of like I'm here and it's time. And anyone else who's who's desiring that and wants to feel that for themselves and is ready to answer that call, that's what this is for. That's the timeline that you get to jump onto with an experience like this. And even witnessing that is literally like the highest joy for me to see other people go through that process and to start to get that for themselves and that light to come on. It's, it's literally like my favorite thing to witness mm. and be a part of. Yeah, I, I, I full heartedly agree with all of that. And that's something that I think why we, we, we've come together and, and there's so many different things of what brought us together along this journey. But, you know, I share this in the first episode, just talking about my own experience, like spirit's been calling me. My, my soul has been calling me for many years to really jump into this space. And, you know, the biggest activation I received was from my son, who's, uh, at this point, just almost three. And, 
you know, through that experience, through that activation, it's been just the motivating factor for me to create a better world and, and to also be with other men that are walking this path. And so, you know, really this message is going out to any men that is, you know, in, in transition, perhaps you are a CEO, perhaps you are a leader of spaces, but you're feeling like this isn't your true soul's path. Maybe you're just getting started on your journey and you're questioning things and you really want to step deeper into your true self and, and also your, your highest vision and true gifts that and this is the space for you. You know, it's really those men that have that fire lit that are ready to ready to to jump in and ready to make an impact, ready to fully live their higher purpose and and step into this space within themselves. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be incredible. And and you know, there's going to be more information that's going to be put out. In the meantime, if you have questions around that, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Christopher underscore August. You can reach out to Sean at Sean Graves underscore right. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be a website up soon, um, sooner than later with all of those details under masculinemastery.co. It's being built out right now. And, uh, yeah, lots of, uh, exciting things on the horizon for sure. Yeah. And one thing I want to say to that too, I, I'm remembering right now, um, seven years ago when I was listening to a podcast and I've told you this before, but with Aubrey Marcus on Joe Rogan, right? And he's telling his, mm. his ayahuasca story. And as I'm listening to that, I could just feel the resonance in my body. I could feel, it wasn't even, there was zero doubt, no questioning. I knew at a soul level, I needed to go to Peru and have this experience. And it changed my entire life. So, you know, with any of the stuff that we talk about, any of the, you know, the podcasts, the conversations, whatever it is, if you get that feeling and you get that resonance of like, you know, you need to go do something like this, I implore you to follow that. It's so fucking pivotal to follow that. Your body's your truth. It's telling you. Now, not to say you might have some mental resistance. Oh, not, not a good time. I don't the money, blah, blah, blah. Your body's going to know, like, we need to go do this. Your soul is going to tell you that. So if you feel that in any way, listening to this or any of the other stuff we put out, um, jump on that. It's important. Your, your, your life is, uh, it's asking, it's asking you to, to come forward and you're ready. And that's why you have that feeling. So don't stuff that down or run away from it. If it's there for you, I just want to say that. Mm, that's a great point. That's a, it's an excellent point. And I've, it's, you'll know, you just know, mm -hmm. it's just one of those things. So yeah, this is one of many, many experiences that we'll be hosting again, October 30th to November 6th, 2022, limited spots, 12 men. And it's going to be quite the, quite the experience. We're also going to be launching some masterminds, leadership masterminds, and, and many other plans, uh, that are, that are coming forth. So whether you're listening to this now, um, in June, 2022, you're listening to this three years from now. Perhaps you've been involved in our ecosystem and everything that we're doing, but uh, just happy to have everybody on board and to be supporting and up-leveling the consciousness of humanity and masculinity in general is just, uh, it's a true honor and, and a deep service. So yeah, brother, appreciate you and, and everything that you're doing and uh, really looking forward to all of the further collaborations. Yeah, brother, we're just getting started. It's just you can feel it's just the beginning of, of something incredible and yeah my intention is to uh just to spread this energy far and wide and to share this with as many people who are ready to receive it as possible and you know we're we're all in this thing you know we're at a crucial time on planet earth right now where we have to come together and we have to let go of the suffering that the stories the ways of doing things that aren't working anymore and you can't do it alone you need the support of of brothers you need the support of other humans it's not meant to go alone if anything we're being shown how connected we are and how healing it is to be around others as we go through this really yeah it's intense it's an intense process like it's an initiation like you said there's no way around it it's not it's not a graceful time period there's a lot of chaos but to have the support in the context as you're going through that that you need with people you trust and people who have been through that themselves 
makes all the fucking difference. I spent years in my car suffering silently and hating myself and downing myself before I finally opened up to receive, which is a whole other topic we can get into next time of, mm. of men and like the challenge of us opening to receive things from life, from others. So, um, yeah, yeah, that'll be, that'll be for another time, but appreciate you, man. Thank you for, for bringing me on. And, and I'm so stoked to start to do all this with you and, and to create a, a really, uh, powerful movement that hopefully is a catalyst for a lot of other beautiful souls, beautiful men out there who are desiring to go on that journey. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's feels surreal at times, but I know that my entire life and journey up into this point of has definitely been preparing me for, for stepping into more of the fire. And, uh, I couldn't be more excited to do that and to be, to be here on at this time on planet earth. So lots of things transpiring, looking forward to dropping in with, uh, more men, more people out there in the world. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be many more conversations ahead. beautiful. Thank you, brother. Much love. Mm-hmm.